Are you ready? Are you really ready? Can you dig it? Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air day and night. In the afternoon, man, happening. What is up, everyone? Welcome to a special episode of Mana Screwed, the band reserve list update edition. And today with me is Charlotte. Hey, uh, we got Jack, a.k.a. Optimus Prime. How, how am I Optimus Prime again? Oh, you were sounding really sound? earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I, I hear freedom is the prime directive of everything, unless your name is Jace, the mind sculptor. Okay, <laughs> okay let's, we'll let's, not, let's not spoil anything here. Or unless your name yeah, is yeah. Jack, the no. mind sculptor. I, I, I think it's kind of hard to spoil public information, but all right. Okay, well, whatever. All right, so, so we also, <laughs> as you can hear, have Adina joining us. Hi, everybody. All right, so let's get into it since we basically already started. And, Charlotte, why don't you go ahead and uh, read what you're going to read. All right, well, since I'm the judge here, I'll be the official voice of Wizards and read the ban and restricted announcements. So That's an awkward place to be. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. June 20th, 2011, DCI ban and restricted list announcement. Uh, Announcement date, June 20th. Effective date, July 1st. Magic Online effective date, June 29th. Standard, Jace the Mind Sculptor is banned. Stoneforge Mystic is banned. Exception. Wow. The deck list for War of Attrition event deck will be legal in standard if kept completely intact. That deck, which went on sale June 10th, contains two copies of Stoneforge Mystic. On Magic Online, Jace the Mind Sculptor and Stoneforge Mystic will both be banned in standard as of the June 29th, 2011 downtime. There will be no exceptions made for the event deck containing Stoneforge Mystic, as that deck will not be sold online. And no changes to Scars Block, Extended Legacy, or Vintage. Wow. So that's, that is the that is the full text of the announcement. So, I got to yeah, say, this is, the one, this is one time when I can actually say I am glad I was wrong, because I've been saying I don't think they're going to ban anything, and I was wrong, and I think Wizards did the right thing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I can't say I'm surprised by any of the bannings. I mean, I was thinking, you know, it was about 90% likely that they'd ban Jace and 50, I mean, Stoneforge and like 50-50 on Jace. Um, what I'm surprised in is that they made the exception for the event deck. Like, well, I mean, I that's kind that. of unprecedented there. Yeah, I mean, the fact that there's an exception to a ban, like, what, are, are you know, judges supposed to memorize the War of Attrition deck list, or are we supposed to, you know, like... I think well, the idea like is that if, if you show up and you don't have a deck and you purchase this event deck specifically yeah. for an F&M, says you know, they, yeah. exactly, but, yeah, so that, so that people who don't have decks can still do F&Ms. I think that's sure, why they make Sure, And I mean, okay, like, let me, let me just, if you guys want to talk for a second, I'm going to look up the list for that deck just so that I can sort yeah. of see uh, in it. 
one of the things I wanted to say about that is um, those are only usable in FMs, right? No, I mean, they're, they're legal like wherever you, you want to. You, you could take the exact deck list and play it wherever. Now, as to the competitive nature of them outside of FNM, that's up for opinion. Okay, right, okay. That's, that's what I was here. wondering. I wasn't sure if they were marked, like, perfect for FNM or something. You know, they are, somehow. but but the exception applies to all. Any 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 standard event you can play this deck list at. You can play it as a, at a Grand Prix. You could play it on the Pro Tour if you wanted. Okay, but, okay. So you know what that means, don't you guys? What? Play them Wait, stone that? forges, get that sword of vengeance, and go the distance, baby. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, okay. Like, to be honest, looking at the list, the uh, the equipment in the War of Attrition deck, you have a bone horde, a dark steel axe, a sickle slicer, a skin wing, and a sword of vengeance. So, yeah, okay. It's it, it's not exactly the perfect deck. So, okay, yeah, that's. And, and there's only two copies of Stoneforge Mystic anyway. Right. It's really right. like. It's kind of like Cobblade before it was any good. I mean, basically, I guess, like when people. Sorry. Well, people used to try that, and it wasn't that good back then. Well, yeah. I was never worried about a stone forge leading to a sort of vengeance. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. I mean, stone forges, but started to get sort of silly when it was fetching, you know, the other swords, the, the protection swords, and then. Yeah, when I started grabbing giant phallic-like equipment, that's when I started getting worried, too, honestly. But, like, this is... <laughs> if I had to be completely sincere, um, I know I've bitched over the last couple of months about, oh, blah, blah, standard is boring, blah, 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 blah. And part of that is because I've not actually got to play my favorite archetype because Jace the Mind Sculptor existed. Unless you scooped this guy up when he was 35 bucks, it was pretty impossible to play Control for the last two years because... But regardless of what your list looked like, um, the first question people would ask is, well, are you playing Jace? Or are you not playing Jace? Have you tried playing Jace? And even if you said, well, Jace doesn't fit in the deck list for X and Y reason, that would still be the top-rated suggestion for any deck list. So, like, you had to play with this guy regardless of what you were going to do. And I absolutely love Control. Now, that being said, Jace drove me from competitive standard into casual magic. And for that, I thank him. It's It's been a good run, buddy, but, you know, it's time to retire. <laughs> well, not to mention the thing that's cool about it is the fact that, you know, like, I, I just wonder, I hope Medina saw this coming, because otherwise he's sitting on a stack of Jason Lion sculptors. Oh, I'm sure Medina was planning something this whole time. <laughs> I'm sure he was. I'm just you saying, know, like, it, a lot of people got to be pissed right now. Well, something to consider, too, is, like, I really don't think that this is going to adversely affect the price very much. I mean, like, look at something like Survival of the Fittest, okay? Survival was $50 when it was legal in Legacy still at the yeah. peak of its popularity. I mean, it's 30 bucks now. So, like, that's not – I mean, granted, that's that's an Andrew Jackson that's been shaved off, but that's not really a huge impact on the price. I mean, like – It's not, this, it's well, not no. garbage now. Right. Yeah. right, but here's here's the thing. You're right. You're right. Except there are people out there that spent four to five hundred dollars buying a place of Jace, right? And now right. they they kind of probably expected to be able to recoup some of that money, and they're going to get about half of it. Well, um, I know uh, one of your uh, one of your cohorts, uh, Doctor Jeebus, mentioned for a while there that Jaces were going for about like what fifty bucks at auction, if that. So like, uh, I, I think. 
said like 60, 70 bucks, but maybe you're right. Man, I, I didn't see that. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't quote me on that, Jeebus, but um, I remember him saying that they were going for around $50 at auction over the last couple of months. So, like, this is something that I think people who pay attention to this kind of thing, like Medina and like Jeebus, have probably been looking at for a couple of months now, and so they've been trying to prepare for it. So, yeah, as an individual player, if you dropped a lot of money on it, yeah, I mean, bad beats, that happens. But from a dealer perspective, I think the people who were honestly prepared for it probably weren't that affected. The yeah. other thing we're looking at is the fact that two months from now, well, two months from, you know, they're, they're banned July 1st and end of September, both of them are rotating out anyway. So, I mean, anybody that's looking at pricing and everything has got to figure they got to, you know, get rid of these things anyway because the price is going to drop when they rotate out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Granted, I mean, that's that, that's one thing, but I don't think most of us, Okay, we can say 50-50 shot in, in Charlotte. That's probably because you have a judge's perspective on it and what you thought might really be acceptable and not and what might get banned. But most right. of us didn't really think Jace was the problem. And most of no. us really, no, no. most of us really thought that, that it wasn't going to get banned. I mean, well, no, just, exactly. I mean, Jace I, has I, been there forever and it hasn't Jace, changed. Jace is, yeah, exactly. Jace's power level hasn't hasn't changed. You know, he, he's still the same card. He's hasn't gotten more powerful, hasn't gotten weaker. You know, he Jace is a strong card that gives you a lot of advantage in a game, but he very rarely actually wins you the game by himself, right? So, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. Well, since we're already talking about um, what makes a competitive deck in standard right now, guys, let's talk about what decks we think are actually going to be the top now. I think Valakut and Twin have just amazingly shot up in competitiveness. Sure. Twin will I mean, become a little bit weaker only because it did use Jace a lot of times, but but not does. significantly, and Valakut will be insane. Yeah, but yeah, the I mean, thing is... Well, Sorry. Um, but I mean, no, the thing is, no, I... if Twin is doing its ideal win, which is, you know, the tur- end, end of turn three flash in, uh, XR turn four twin it up, you know, win. Um, right. you know, that, that doesn't involve Jace at all, right? But. No, you know, no, no, I mean, no. Again, the ideal hardly ever happens, so. Right. Well, that could happen in, in the Soul Sisters deck, too. I mean, if you want to talk about ideals, you know, but it's like, well, that's, uh, what was that? Did I cut out? No, no. Oh, okay. No, I was just saying, like, yeah, I mean, you can you can have, like, an, your infinite combo go off without relying on Jace or something like that, but the, the key is is you've got the Splinter Flint deck still is going to be solid, and it didn't literally just get neutered. Uh, the uh, the Valakut, though, was top dog before, before Cobblet, really, and it's going to be loving this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but again, there are still all the answers to Valakut that there were before Cobblade, and you know, the fact is, I think some of the decks that have evolved to fight Cobblade might be relatively decent against Valakut. But well, yeah. some anyway. yeah, fast aggro, fast aggro decks definitely do not do not do anything against uh, Valakut. They usually die to a pyroplasm or something. So. Well, so yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, I think I think with a few tweaks, like, a Blue Manji sort of deck can fight Valakut reasonably. Because, I mean, yes, it oh, has yeah. a bunch of uh, cheaper creatures, but, oh, no, you kill my Vengevines, I bring them back. 
you know, it's right, not, right, right. It's not the end of the world, but I mean, no, it's certainly going to shake up standard, and I'll be quite interested to see what standard looks like. I mean, it'll probably again be mostly twin and Balakut, but you know, actually, I mean, honestly, to be honest with you, vampires will be really rock. I was just too. about to say that. God, blood gas players have got to be hyping right now. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but vampires is always around, and it's always reasonable. It's just never exactly been tier one, right? So. Well, I think it is. I, I don't know. I think most people okay, are viewing maybe it is the, now. the current. Yeah, the current build yeah. of vampires uh, just got through taking first place in the tournament just not that long ago, right? I well, mean, yeah, I mean, no, it, 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 it's won the past two Star City standards. Not, not, not denying that, but, I mean, it's yeah. still, you know... I think it's better than it ever has been. Right, but if a metagame, you know, can stop worrying about Cobblade and can start focusing some hate on vampires, it's not exactly a hard deck to hate out, so... No, that's true. Well, I guess I think here for the next couple of months, though, like, I mean, yeah, Valakut's in a prime position right now, but I think you're going to see a scramble of sorts as people try to fill the void that Callblade left, and you're going to have a lot of people trying out, like, these more interesting deck designs, which might even be able to combat Valakut and Vampires or be weaker to one, and we'll go back to the traditional rock, paper, scissors of standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a good thing, obviously, which is exactly what they want. They don't want a stagnant format, which is exactly why they ban stuff, right? They wouldn't ban right. stuff if they were fine with, you know, whatever. Uh, I think this is definitely going to be an amazing shakeup, to say the least. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I honestly just wish it was it applied, you know, as of, you know, today instead of on July 1st, because, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm heading down to judge the Star City Open in, you know, Baltimore this coming weekend, and it's like... I don't want to have to watch more Cobblade Mirrors, you know? I mean, okay, it'll be the last hurrah, and people might be trying out new stuff for after the ban, but it's still, you know, I don't know. I mean, as a judge, I don't know if you've ever had to sit through a Cobblade Mirror and pay attention to it as a player who's not playing in it, you know? it, it It's yeah. not fun. <laughs> yeah. I'll cast a Squadron Hawk. Awesome. I'll get an equipment. All right. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's that's what they said in the article, too, is that it's just, it's not fun. People are complaining that it's not fun, and people aren't showing up to tournaments, and people aren't showing up to F&Ms, and, you know, if attendance is dropping and people aren't playing Magic, then that means it's not fun, and they need to do something about that. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad not, that not actually, I'll go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm just glad that they actually did something about it. There were, I mean, there were a lot of people who were saying, you know, I I just don't think anything's going to be banned, and you know I'm, and if Wizards doesn't ban any, you know I mean them Wizards not banning anything was such a viable option here. I mean it would, it's so easy to just do nothing, right? But mm-hmm. I'm I'm just glad that they actually stepped up and did something. But again, yeah, I, I personally exactly. okay. Now anyway, um, sorry. Was, was no, no, no. I was just going to say. Exactly. That that first of all, not only did Wizards step up and show that they do care about the community and about how the people in it feel about things, and I think we should all give them props on this because they listened and they paid attention and they cared and they did something about it and they didn't just sit around and wait until rotation. And I'm sure they did it partially because of money because they're losing money at events because people don't want to go to them. But at the same time, they also they want to support their product and they want to support the community. And I know that's true. 
Um, right. And so that's that's one thing that's really cool. But this is also going to shake up the meta because of you take literally take out the top deck and many of the lower decks because still there was plenty of the lower decks that were playing the same combo. And Ace if you take those things forward. out, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And even some of the Splinter Twin decks were, were trying to pull the, the Stone Forge well, uh, well, yeah, off. Twin Blade and, or whatever they were calling it, yeah. Right, and so now you, you shake that up so much that people get to brew again. And and I think that right. that's one thing that's going to be really great for people, and people are going to be able to actually stand a chance at an FNM again. Yeah, well, that's always good, right? Well, I um, guess this means I have no excuse not to go on Friday nights anymore. Uh. Yeah, right. Get your butt in there and play, man. <laughs> yeah, because I'm always like the awkward guy where I walk in and I'm like trying to be friendly with everyone. I'm like, hey guys, let's play some Commander. Let's gather around and have a few beers and everybody have fun. And everybody's like, no, I want to play with Jason the Mind Sculptor and make all these scrubs have a bad time and win packs. <laughs> now I can be that guy and I can be the curmudgeon again. Thank you, Jerry Thompson. <laughs> anyway, um, so question for everyone: Do you guys obviously? I mean, does anyone here disagree with banning Stoneforge? First of all, no. I, I, I no. don't think anyone can anyone can disagree with that. Adina, I, I don't disagree with that. I'm I'm completely shocked. I didn't think that they were going to do it, but uh, I don't disagree with it. Okay, Stoneforge has been a bad girl. <laughs> yeah, I mean that card is just insane. Like honestly, I was thinking about it and. If you took Stoneforge and gave it either half, like either the the tutor ability or the put it into play ability, it would It'd be still a be crazy strong card either way. But giving it both at that cost, yeah. and as you know, I mean, if, even if it was a one-one, it would be a little bit worse because then you, there's lots of things that deal one damage, right? You know, but I mean, it's still it's it's a ridiculous card. I mean, if they printed a card. You know, a sorcery, one in a white, search your library for an equipment card, reveal it, and put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. People would probably play that card, you know, with batter skulls and swords around, right? Right, Definitely. exactly. And and it's so much more than that. You know, it, 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 it it's just a little bit of a broken card. Now, the question is, do we agree with banning Jace? I personally don't. I, I think Jace, again, hasn't gone up or down in power level significantly in the past while. Yes, it's it's a very, very strong card. I'm not denying that. But personally, I don't think that it necessarily deserved to be banned. I mean, Jace has been around in Standard for, like, a year and a bit already. And, yeah, it's, you know, annoying that there's such an expensive card in a lot of the best decks. But, I mean, as, you know, it's obvious that non-Jace decks can perform. And decks have been, and Jace is not exactly undealable. Like, you know, the Stoneforge Batter Skull interaction was. So, I mean, I personally disagree with it, but I mean, I totally see why they did it as well. But. The fact that we have to defend it and that we, that there's this whole, there's this whole big argument about it kind of implies that there is a problem with it. And the fact that it is in all these, you know, even though, okay, it's in several different decks, the fact that, you know, when you go to a, a big event and all all eight of the top eight decks are running four copies of this card, that's right. kind of an indication that, you know, you either play this card or you don't win, and that makes it unfun, especially when it's a card that costs so much money. You know, getting a play set is really, really difficult, and it prices people out, and then people don't go to tournaments, and then attendance falls, and if people aren't playing Magic, then it's not good for right. the game. Right. Precisely. Like... 
and see, that was kind of my problem with Jace this entire time, is the card slowly and steadily rose to settle around uh, 100 bucks. I mean, Standard's the format that's supposed to be the most popular and the most approachable for a new player, right? Right. And they, while Wizards of the Coast has done several things to kind of stem the barrier of entry for newer players, like the event decks, which I hold that alongside the commander decks are probably the best product they've had in years. Um, the problem is with standard is for the last couple of years, I've had to look at people and be like, okay, well, what do you want to play? And new players always will look at you and be like, well, I want to play the best deck, you know? And you look back at them and you say, well, all right, the barrier of entry for standard then is going to be somewhere around $500, and that's for three or four cards. Can you do that? Mm. And, of course, they're going to say no. And, like, the price barrier for standard, a lot of people will not admit to it, but it was enormous over the last couple of months. Like, it's like I said, I literally did not get to play my favorite archetype, and that really bothered me. I mean, sure, I could have settled for aggro. I could have settled for tempered steel like I have the last couple of months. But when there's a certain archetype you really enjoy playing, especially if you've been playing as long as I have, like, when you can't play that deck, like, when you can't play that deck because of certain cards and you can't get a hold of them and you don't know people that can get a hold of that card because it is so much money, it's like somebody's cut your hands off. I'm ecstatic that they've actually banned this card. Is it going to affect the price much? No. But like Tangent said, this is going to open up the wiggle room for people to try something different and try to have to wrap their head around something different. This is great. Uh, I'll real quickly, i got to jump off of here after I say this because I'm doing the Father's Day thing, but I just want to say that uh, that as far as the Jace thing goes, I, I'm happy that they did it because I don't like having to go up against Jace. But I would have been happy if they had banned Blood, Bloodbraid Elf, too. And I don't really see, like, to me, it's a very similar card in a way, because Bloodbraid felt broken. It felt wrong that that a very powerful deck was getting two-for-ones every single turn. And, and it was just, it seemed very hard for anything that wasn't Bloodbraid to be able to deal with it. And Jace is very hard to deal with, but one, if you have the right answers, it's, I was never really that afraid of Jace personally in the decks that I ran, but it, there was times. I mean, once Jace had a lockdown on you, you were locked down, and it just felt wrong. It felt like you just wanted to quit, and it's and that's not fun. And they're also unattainable, as as Jack said. It's it's an unattainable card for new players, and so that makes the format very unfun. It's in one of the least sold sets, and there's and the price is jacked up, and it's just ridiculous. So you just have to, I, I mean, I don't know. The, the number is so few out there, and the price is so high that it made it really hard for any new players to get a card that was a staple, basically. And and it's, I, I understand why people would do it, but I like so many cards before it, there's been broken cards in, like, every set since I've been playing, and they don't get banned. So Jace makes me kind of wonder like why, or, you know, not necessarily broken, but pretty overpowered cards. Jace felt like an overpowered card, but it wasn't, It to me, it wasn't any worse than playing against Bloodbraid. Sure. Just my opinion. So, anyway, I'm going to drop well, off you guys. You guys go ahead and talk, right. and I, you know, you know sorry, I, I, have to, I have to run. So. No, oh, no, there no, you take care, good son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later, guys. Bye, Tangent. All right. So, yeah, no, I mean, again, like going back to my part, I'm not saying that Jace shouldn't have been banned at all, right? But um, 
again, I'm speaking from from the perspective of someone who has a playset of Jace and who invested in a playset of Jace. Mind you, I invested in it when, you know, Jace was like, I mean, I managed to crack one and then I bought the other three at about 50 each, right? So, you know, not the height, but I mean, still quite a lot to put out for, you know, some cards, right? Right. Right. But I don't know. I mean, again, I've enjoyed playing with Jace, but I mean, I haven't played Jace in every deck I've played since, you know, he's been legal. I've played a few, quite a few decks without him, but I mean, yeah, he has gone in more decks, but I mean, that's more because I'm a combo, sort of combo control type player, but, and he works well in those decks. But I mean, I've played aggro decks without him. I've played, you know, other decks without him, but whatever. I mean, but no, I can certainly see how, you know, playing against a really expensive card that you don't have and can't easily attain is obviously discouraging for people to, to get into the format, you know? So, no, I, I agree with it, but I don't necessarily think it was 100% necessary from my viewpoint. Not, But I do see why some people would think it would be and why Wizards might have done this. Especially when there's only, what, like, four months left until he would rotate anyway. So it's not like people didn't get their money's worth out of Jace, obviously. Um, would you guys almost argue that the only reason that Jace got banned was because the public yelling was so incredibly loud here at the end? I mean, people have been bitching about Jace for two years now. It's been ridiculous. Well, and I yeah, think this yeah. is the, I mean, outside of, like, just the Stoneforge interaction, like, in my opinion, Stoneforge should have been banned. And it should have just been Stoneforge, because there's plenty of fair other ways to play against Jace, despite his power level. Uh, I agree I with mean, you on it. It's, it's not really like you play Jace and you win the game. Like, that's, that's just naive to no, think that Jace no. is ever like that. But, like... All the same, people literally, ever since that card has been spoiled, have just been like, oh, this card is broken, you know, we should ban Bit of Blossom, Cryptic Command's terrible, and it breaks the game in half, Bloodbraid Elf is terrible. And it's it's kind of along that same line of complaining where you wonder if Wizards just kind of caved at last and was like, okay, kids, shut up, here's your toy, go to the back of the van. We're banning something, we might as well ban something else, so whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, I again, I, I honestly think if there wasn't the whole... No, I mean, obviously Jace is stronger than any individual card should probably be, but it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't snap standard the way that, like, you know, Stoneforge with Batter Skull does, right? It's not this ridiculously... I mean, it, I don't know, right? But yeah. I, I honestly... I, I, it, well, it's like other people have said, like... Blue-white controls sucked before they actually went for, like, thought to put Stoneforge into the deck. Like, people tried it. They really did. And, I mean, the deck just couldn't quite get there. That was the thing. So, I honestly think that, like, had they not banned Jace, I mean, yeah, people still would have been asking for, like, Wizards of the Coast head on a silver platter. But all the same, I mean, I really don't think that in not banning him, you would have just completely left the metagame unchanged. No, of course. I mean, banning Stoneforge affects a large chunk of the metagame, right? But, I don't know. Right. Anyway, I, th- I think we're, we're starting to repeat ourselves here, so... I think it'd be really exciting to see how it shakes it up and, and exactly. see what new decks emerge. I think that's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. So, here's a here, one last quick question. Do you think that, like, um, again, there's, you know, this takes effect on July 1st, so there's about a week... You know, what, 10 days, 11 days left of 
Jason Stoneforge and Standard, except for, you know, the weird event deck exception. Um, but anyway, but do you guys think that people will start brewing for the post-banning now? Like, will they start, like, at, say, Star City Baltimore next week? Do you think we're going to see decks without Stoneforge and Jace more, or are people going to wait until Absolutely. the ban actually takes effect? And, you know, play play it up to the then. I mean, I'm sure we'll see a bit of each, but, like, do you guys think it'll be more like, let's play what's winning now and then have what's ready for after that? I don't know. No, I, I honestly think if you take yourself seriously when it comes to Magic, that that's that's the chump way of doing it. Like, there have been pro players and other folks that have been pr- getting ready for this for months now, and I'm talking, like, months, because people honestly thought that, Jace was going to get banned at some point, or that Stoneforge was going to get banned at some point. So this is the same thing as when you have people like uh, Jeebus and Medina, who probably have been buying Jaces for about 50 bucks instead of more. Like, the people that have been prepared for this have been prepared for it for quite some time. Yeah, you're still going to have some schmucks out there that are probably like, oh, Cobb Blade's still the top deck, blah, 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 and they're going to try and play it. But those are also going to be the people who are left with their pants down a week from now, right. or two weeks right. from now, or however long it is. I don't know. I can't do math this late in the morning. Ten days? I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. I, I, I guess I guess that pretty much wraps it up. So, does anyone have anything else they want to say before we sign off? Free Stoneforge! <laughs> <sighs> I, I think we should oh. start the campaign like, right now. Unbanned Stoneforge. <laughs> free Stoneforge, free Jace. I'm printing the t-shirts. I'm ordering them right now. You guys want to say like our Twitter links where people can gripe at us really quick? Yeah, sure. I, think they're, uh, I think they're going off and getting a hotel somewhere and having a little vacation for the, well, for the last two months well, of standard and, you know. Yeah. Well, they do make a cute couple. Well, if you've so. been reading, yeah, if you've been <laughs> reading Dirtling Around, that's precisely what's been going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, all right. All right. The, so, the secret love child is going to come out in Innistrad, and we'll see what that card does. All right, cool. So uh, well, I think if we really wants... promote really bad. Second. All right, so who wants to go first here? Well, you know, I honestly don't think that I stroke my ego enough during any given broadcast, so I'll go first. You guys can reach me at jack at mtgcast.com. You can also reach me on Twitter at the quite original Jack LaCroix, and I will take all and any complaints about Jace or Stoneforge being banned. If you'd like to sell them to me for the low, low cost of $0 because you think they're crap now that they're banned, I will gladly take them out of your hands because there's this little format called Legacy. I don't know if you guys know about it, but they're kind of popular. There. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, if anyone, I'm I, I can be found at Jackal Girl on Twitter. So that's JQL Girl, uh, G I R L. So yeah. Um, Adina. I can be found at PRS Girl on Twitter, and that's PRS G R R L, and also PRS Girl at Gmail dot com if you wanted to send me an email. All right. Might as well give my email. If anyone wants to email me, it's csable C S A B-L-E at gmail.com. Uh, okay, well, that, I guess, does it for this special episode of Mana Screwed. So thanks, Adina, for coming on. Jack, it's always a pleasure. And Tangent, always a pleasure as well, even though you're not here anymore. So good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.